Well, we're here again for another episode of uh, Trash Talk and yeah. Springtime. And excuse the mask, but I just, it, you know, it's springtime. And when spring comes out, the sun comes out and you walk into the trash dump and whoa, do you get an aroma? So I left the mask on for a little bit. So I'm getting a little more used to it. Uh, so I'll take the mask off now. Yeah. That's not a that's not a COVID mask. That's a Texas spring smell mask. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll deal with it. Ooh-wee. <laughs> well, you got the mask going. I got the puffy eyes from the allergies. I can't stop, man. That, you know, that's the other thing. You can't wait until spring comes and then you realize all of those things that, that come along with it. The pollen. And the and and the dust and and the winds have picked up and so that's blowing that that pollen everywhere. It's it's almost too tough to take, but after the winter we went through, we'll take it. Yeah, yeah, and I got I, I like the spring because I get to get all my flowers out on the patio again, take them outside. I hope they survive winter. We'll find out, but you know. Yep. Sit out there on the patio with a nice Patriot Sandwich Company sandwich, you know, and a free and a free drink. You'll need that drink once it starts getting hot. That's right, <laughs> and and lots of ice, and there's plenty of room. And if you go into Patriot Sandwich Company and you get a sandwich, you mention Trash Talk, and they give you one of those those huge drinks. You can afford to put a lot of ice in it and make it nice and really ice cold. Ooh, I was I was just thinking about some of the sandwiches over there. The the last one I had was the MRE. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, for for those that have never served in the military and want to know what what is an MRE? It's a meal ready uh, uh, sandwich. You know, it, it means uh, meal meal ready whatever meal meal ready to eat. Meal ready to eat. Yes. Yeah. It's prepacked. Well, for you young people, it's it's the military version of a happy meal. <laughs> it's, it's like a lunchable. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, the lunchables are like this. The the you know MREs, you know, David knows what an MRE is, and he he packs the meat and the cheeses and the sauces and everything on a on a bun that's that big. Gotta get down to gotta get down to the Patriot Sandwich Company in Denton. Yeah, and they do all kinds of great stuff. They just had the Easter Bunny out there um, for Easter, and they had Santa for Christmas. They they do they're great. So check them out on Facebook. Don't forget to tell them that Trash Talk sent you, so you get that nice yeah. beverage and uh, enjoy it. And and we're planning on you know I say we well I guess we I'm helping. They're doing it. We're planning a big event, a, a big poker uh, event coming up very soon. Um, with uh, Patriot Sandwich Company and uh, more details on that coming up. Yep, and you'll find those details right here on Trash Talk. And when you do, you call David and you sign up because it's going to be a limited number of people that will participate and all, but it's going to be a big poker tournament extraordinaire. I mean, what's better than playing poker for a day and eating Patriot Sandwich Company sandwiches? Oh, come on. It and for all for a good cause, all for that's a good right. cause. So that's right. It does not get any better than that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's a slam dunk. <laughs> Speaking of slam, <laughs> right? That dude behind you, over your shoulder, 
Man, he looks like a tough nut. Yeah, that's a that's a Braun Strowman from the WWF. Uh, well, WWE now. Um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, pushing some guy in the dumpster. He's huge. <laughs> he is a legit. They call him the monster. I mean, and that's the only way you can describe him. He's a he's a monster. He's a he's he's huge. Yeah. The, the, you know, and, and speaking of wrestling and, and um, I, I've been I've been following wrestling for, you know, since I was a kid, my, it was my grandpa that, that got me interested in wrestling. And boy, you get in, into a, a discussion with him. Is, is wrestling real or is it staged? Boy, you do not tell my grandpa that it was it's staged at all. It was real. Don't tell me that. So, <laughs> I okay. So I get into a dis discussion all the time. And obviously I'm 42. I've been watching it since I was a kid. I still watch it. Um, I'm getting together with my buddy in a week or so for WrestleMania to watch. Um, it's real. I tell everybody that all the time. It's real. But just because it's real doesn't mean that they don't know the outcome. Doesn't mean that they haven't staged or ran through the match. And it doesn't mean that they don't get hurt either. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. You know, when these guys crawl up in the corner, up on the standard, uh, and and get up on the, the the top the top rope, and then dive onto the mat on top of another guy, I mean, you just don't necessarily stage that. I mean, that that could that could hurt you. <laughs> well, you know, and you've seen guys with busted noses, busted. Look, I'm not even. I'm, I, I hate to bring this up. Owen Hart died in the ring. I mean, he died in the ring. So it's it, it, it's 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 a tough it's a tough sport. And 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 you know, I I remember my grandpa had this great big leather chair in the living room in front of the TV. And keep in mind, way back then, the TV screen was about you big, <laughs> and it was black and white for a while. But but my grandpa used to sit there in the chair and. And and he would on the end of the 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 arm, he would it was a beautiful leather chair that had no leather on the on the front. He <laughs> wore the leather off right down to the fabric underneath. And, and all because you know these guys would he he'd, he'd grab the front of his chair and that beautiful burgundy leather chair, all you saw at the front of it was this. This ugly, ugly taupe colored fabric underneath. <laughs> I, I, Do you get that I, uh, intense with it? Yeah, it's intense, yeah. you know. And my papa, too, I remember, uh, well, this is the stories I heard. This is obviously before I was born. Um, but he used to he used to go with my grandma to, the, to watch the old guys wrestle uh, back in the day and all that. And then even when we were younger, we would get, when pay-per-views first came out, we, we occasionally get him with my papa at his house. He'd have to leave the room because he had had heart surgery and he got too excited about it and he'd have to leave the room. My grandma would make him leave the room. Yeah. And plus he's Italian. So he's already strung up, you know, strung out, not strung up. I don't know what that means, but, um, <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I've been watching it for so long. Those guys, I mean, I'll never forget when I was a kid and, and Hulk Hogan. I mean, obviously there was other big guys out there like Ultimate Warrior and Junkyard Dog and all that. But Hogan was, you know, the hero. And um, 
I remember he got hurt in a wrestling match with King Kong Bundy and busted his ribs. Yeah, it was a steel cage match on Saturday night's main event. And uh, he got busted up. And I remember going to bed. I got to stay up. My dad let me stay up. And I got to go to bed. And I remember I told my dad, I was like, we got to do something for Hawk Hogan, you know? We got to take care of <laughs> And I told my dad, maybe we can send him some money in the hospital. My dad looked at me and goes, I, I don't think he needs any money. Brad. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. He's going to be all right. <laughs> he, was, he, was probably, he was probably one of the guys that really put wrestling on the map for, for a new generation. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 way back, if you go back to my day, I mean, wrestling... So for, you know, most towns had what you called a civic center. Mm-hmm. It, it was a it was an arena, but not maybe as as large as some of the indoor arenas we have now. But they would sell those places out, and and you know the intensity. Considering people would be sitting, it's like go maybe going to watch a professional basketball game now. Uh, the, the 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 court is down here. The, the ring was down in the middle and you were sitting 80 rows back, but the intensity in the building was, was absolutely amazing. And I mean, you'd go to a wrestling match and you'd watch it with binoculars. So you, <laughs> what was going on up close, you know, I mean, today you sit in your, in your comfy chair in your, your living room, you turn it on TV and you watch it on TV. Well, you know, uh, and I talk about it on the life of an average show podcast. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Shameless plug. Shameless yes. plug. It's what was the name of that plug. show again? The Life of an Average Show podcast. Oh, okay. It can be listened on any platform, but... Um, not not I, to be uh, confused with the soon-to-be-released book of the same name. No, I know. No, right. Not to be confused. <laughs> That's got a subtitle. Anyway, but uh, Life of an Average Show podcast, any but I, I do a wrestling show, and I talk about the, the, the specifics of, you know, what I, growing up, like we're talking about. And I remember going, when you're talking about the binoculars, we went, it was much bigger than the Civic Center, but it was, uh, it was Joe Lewis Arena and, in Detroit, which is no longer there. And I remember my dad took me for the first show and he was like, just bring, you know, we're bringing binoculars because I don't got great seats. I didn't even care. I was like, who cares? I get to see these guys you know, live and hear that music. And there's something about it, you know, being there, just that excitement, you know? And, and when, when they would ring the bell to start the, start the, the, uh, the round, if you were in one of those arenas, they would ring the bell once down on the, uh, in, in the ring and it would echo through the arena, you know, it, ding, 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 ding. Around <laughs> <laughs> the arena. I the I you I know you've got some personal stories of 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 some of the wrestlers and and mine go back to the mid '60s when I was going to college. Uh, I was studying broadcasting, radio and television production, and I happened to spend a summer in Indianapolis uh, at Channel Four in Indianapolis, WESH TV. Boy, sounds good. Wow, I can remember <laughs> that crap. Look yeah. at that memory on you. Yeah, and Channel 4 used to do the promos for the wrestling matches that were coming into to 
the area from Louisville and Evansville and Indianapolis and even St. Louis and, and Cincinnati and all. And they would come in and we would do the promos and I was running camera. And I go back to guys like Dick the Bruiser and Moose Cholak and uh, 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 Killer Kowalski, some of those old guys. One thing, Dick the Bruiser was one of my favorite guys. He used to ride this great, big, beautiful BSA motorcycle. For those that are into motorcycles, the BSA was this bright yellow motorcycle. And he would be out in the parking lot and we would open up the, the overhead doors and you'd hear this. And Dick the Bruiser would drive his motorcycle into the studio and then he'd turn it off and yeah, I'm going to rip his arm off and I'm going to shove it down his throat. And, and then as soon as they'd say, cut, you know, we're finished, Dick would say, yeah, I think that went, went very well. <laughs> he had he had this this a lot of those guys were that way oh yeah camera they were vicious i mean you you almost were were fearful for your life being in the same room with them and behind the scenes some of them most of them i think are the nicest guys Dick, well that was like Moose, uh, Moose, the it, big it, show the big it, show uh paul white which it was the, the the biggest guy out there. I mean, next to Andre the Giant, he's the biggest guy out there. Actually, yeah, he's he's smaller than Andre, but he's huge. He's retired now, but um, he uh, the nicest guy, big giant teddy bear. I mean, literally, I met him probably five six times back in Detroit, and he would remember a couple times. He'd just give you a big hug. I mean, it was scary though. Here comes this dude hugging me. And I was, you know, in my 20s. And he's coming with these arms. And I'm like, oh, this is this is like, I'm like a newbie in jail. I just got to take it, you know. And uh, he, he gave me a hug. But he's the nicest guy in the world. Just sweet, happy, funny dude. But you'd have others. And uh, I'm going to call them out. Not that they care or even going to watch this. Maybe they will. Uh, the Undertaker. Not a good, not a nice guy, dude. Not a nice guy. Scary. He it was like he stayed in character the whole time, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen him, and and boy, I don't, I don't move. I, I don't. Uh -uh. He, he is visually, he's just scary. You, you mentioned Andre the Giant. You know, he was probably the biggest wrestler. It was out there. He was seven foot four, 540 pounds. Unreal. And I mean, I mean, he really dominated the, the ring. Anybody that was in the ring with him. But you know what? He wasn't the heaviest wrestler. No. He was the biggest at seven foot four. But you know who the heaviest was? I want to guess, but I don't want to give it away if I'm right. Um, make, make, make a guess. Is it Yokozuna? No. Hayes it wasn't Calhoun. Who? Haystacks Calhoun. Oh, Haystacks Calhoun, yeah. 600 pounds. The, the, and the guy, the guy, I mean, he, he always wore the, the, the overalls. You know, he was a big dude. He was, he was the one that the people would go to watch him and Andre the Giant, too. Because, boy, if they came down on top of your body, your oh, body would stay down there on the mat. 
I remember, so WrestleMania three was at the Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, they said Detroit, technically it's Pontiac, but whatever. Right. Um, and uh, it was the largest indoor crowd up until probably a few years ago um, for an event like that. It was 93,000 people. And it was Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant in one of Andre the Giant's last matches uh, because he was just getting, you know, he had so many health problems because of his height and, and, and he just couldn't move around the ring anymore. But Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant. I will never forget that. Well, Hulk Hogan was him. no small guy either. No, no. Hogan's like 6'4", like 6'6", six, 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 something like yeah. that. Beast. And he body slammed him. And I remember the place just went nuts. And, and, and you know, he beat him, got his championship and all that. But uh, recently, I'd say probably about four years ago, maybe five, uh, WrestleMania was in Dallas. And um, I went down there. It was down at Jerry World where the Cowboys play. And they Which had 160,000 people. <laughs> 102,000 people. 102. Oh, gee. Whoa. They, they beat it. It was the highest WrestleMania of all time. Oh, our seat, the seats we had were crap. I mean, they were crap because I couldn't <laughs> afford them. Like, it wasn't like back in the day, it was like 30 bucks. I paid like $75 for crappy seats. Like, but we were right by the entrance, so we could look down and see everybody walk in. But they had so many screens up, and 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 it's a yeah. spectacle. They they did fireworks. Oh my god, unreal, unreal. You know, and and the guy we were talking about the guys, you know, like the Undertaker and uh, 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 you know Andre the Giant and some of those big guys. They were big and they were scary. Today's guys are a little more buff. I mean, you got John Senna, who, who's, oh, yeah. you know, wrestling out there. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah! I mean, you know, talk about a wrestler that wears a kilt. Boy, now that's that's a bold move right there. You know, and, and, and Hulk Hogan. Uh, you know, some of these guys are, they're, and, and they have become big because they're, they're big, out of the ring too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan has been been you know uh, spokesman for all kinds of products. He probably makes more money outside the ring than he does in the ring. Well, you know, and 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 Hogan was. I mean, there were some of those other guys that crossed over, but Hogan really crossed over into the movie scene. You know, he was in what was that Rocky Three? I think maybe yeah. two. I, I can't remember. Um, he did some other movies. He was great friends with Sylvester Stallone. Well, John Cena's uh, doing that now too. Well, and, and then the guy that really just, you know, crashed through that ceiling was The Rock. Right. I mean, The Rock started off in wrestling, and I love The Rock. I'm the biggest Rock fan in the world. But he, uh, he started in wrestling, and then he's just been knocking out movies after movies. And look, there's some good movies. He's an action star. He's a modern day. Like, back in the day, we had, like, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, Chuck Norris, and all those action guys. Now we got a new breed. And The Rock's leading that. And now he's doing comedies. He's got his own TV show. And um, they really and, did and a now lot. They're even, now they even got a spinoff show that's the Young, young Rock. You know, yeah, that's what I said. What, what his life was all about when he was a kid. It's a, it's, and he's got a great, you know, his family, I mean, he comes from wrestling. His dad, his, his uncles, 
basically any Samoan that's in wrestling is related to The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big guy too, though. You know, I, I got privileged to see him in person because I snuck backstage and he's a big guy. He is big, just solid. I mean, The Rock's a good name for him. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there, I, I did see one statistic that the, the uh, uh, I think it was the, the Undertaker, if I'm not mistaken, that he had the longest run. He, he was an active wrestler for more than 20 years. I mean, these guys get beat up and, all, yeah. and you know, their, their wrestling careers usually last, what, five, maybe 10 years. Uh, and then they go on to do, do, do other stuff. But, you know, The Undertaker was around for 20 years. Yeah, he just retired. He just retired. Yeah. Um, and he only lost one time at WrestleMania, by the way. Just a little fact there. He was in like 20 or 20-something WrestleManias, and he only lost once. So. Is he going into the undertaking business? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know how he's walking because he's – he has been beat, I mean, legitimately hurt, like busted ribs. Yeah. Well, I think you Andre know, I the watched... Giant kind of went that route. Yeah. You know, he, he got, for a while, after his career, it was a matter of years, and his, his legs were shot. There's a, doc, there's a documentary that A&E did on Andre the Giant, and you can find it anywhere, really. Um, it's a really cool documentary to see his life and how he got involved in wrestling. Um, they talk about his health problems and when he passed away, but there's some really funny stories in there. They talk about him going to the bar and trying to get drunk um, because he couldn't get drunk. He would just drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it, take, it takes a lot of booze to fill up a 540 pound frame, you know? They showed him drinking bottles of vodka, like bottles of vodka, and he would just be hanging out. <laughs> Well, you know, we, we, we love our wrestlers. We, we love our wrestlers. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's been great fun talking about them. I love it. Not sure what we're going to be talking about next week, but uh, we're going to be here at the same time, same place. And uh, in the meantime, we're going to go take it to the mat. And oh, yeah. Have a Patriot sandwich. And, <laughs> yeah. Whoo. Whoo. <laughs> Get, give it give it your best shot, Brandon. I'm on it. I'm on it. I've been working out. Look at these guns. Go, show the guns. <laughs> Don't adjust your screen. They are that small. I promise. There you go. <laughs> All right. We'll catch up with you next week. Go out and make a good one. Bye.